Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Even though we have the word espresso in the name of the podcast, we haven't talked very much about the coffee. One of my listeners asked me whether I drink espresso in the past week. So let me tell you about my favorite type of espresso coffee. I do like espresso. I have the real Italian coffee machine, which uses steam pressure to force the boiling hot water through the tightly packed fine ground coffee. My coffee maker is made by LSC. It came from Italy. And what is my favorite brand of coffee for making espresso? Well, I'm glad you asked. The most common one for everyday coffee is made by Lavazza. They have a product called Crema e Gusto, which is loosely translated into English meaning cream and taste. But for special occasions, my absolute favorite is from a single outlet in Rome called Sant'Ustacchio. This roastery is located about one block from the Pantheon in the antique heart of the city. This coffee is so good, I know people who will make a special trip to Rome just to buy that coffee. Now recently, I found packages of Sant'Ustacchio at Costco. My sister and I did a blind taste test of the same brand of coffee from Sant'Ustacchio, comparing the one from Rome and the one from Costco. Now the one from Costco was good, but the one from Rome was noticeably better, so there must be something different in their supply chain. You are able to buy directly online from the outlet in Rome, a one kilogram bag of coffee for 25 euros for the coffee beans, and they will ship anywhere in the world. It is the best espresso coffee I've ever had. So that's the story about espresso. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the discipline of performing your due diligence in underwriting and budgeting. I had the experience earlier this week when I received a construction estimate from a major, very experienced general contractor. This particular GC does several billion dollars a year in new construction. They've got a top-notch team and they have top-notch systems internally. The number they delivered was much higher than our budget allowed. If the estimate was true, we did not have a viable project. Naturally, our team leapt into action to try and understand why the numbers were so high. We scrutinized all of the assumptions. This involved examining specific line items against the benchmarks we have for similar projects. For example, we had a budget estimate of $19,000 per condo apartment for plumbing. It's not as if a condo has more sinks or toilets or pipes than a rental apartment. There's still only one sink in the kitchen and one dishwasher. Why was this line item so high? We're trying to figure out, was there a technical requirement to use copper for water and cast iron for sewer? After further review, no, the plumbing pipes could be plastic and the sewer pipes could be PVC or ABS. As it turns out, the GC had assumed a higher end finish for the fixtures in the bathrooms. But in reality, there was no justification for the cost of plumbing to be so much higher than expected. We went through a similar exercise for each line item. We found that the cost per square foot for the exterior of the building came to $134 per square foot of building exterior. That seemed more than double to what it should be based on comparable benchmarks in our experience database. There were several line items like this out of several hundred detail line items. And the general contractor provided their internal material takeoff tool to help us understand how the estimate was put together. A phone call ensued in which we outlined our assumptions for the level of finishes, the types of windows, the amenities, and so on. And on that basis, the GC took the feedback, and a few days later, they came back with a new estimate. This new estimate was slightly below our budget. Our initial reaction by most of the team was, in fact, one of relief. It's amazing how it's tempting to feel good when someone tells you what you want to hear. When you hear the right answer, the curiosity to dig deeper often dissipates. But a good number is every bit as dangerous as a surprising number. It deserves every bit as much scrutiny as before. 
It's not because the cost of drywall went up by 10% that the project was going to be over budget. In my experience, when there's a mistake, it's because there's a fundamental assumption error in the project. That's where the big errors creep into the budgetary estimate. It's because there's a line item that was zero when it should have had another number. Even when the bottom line number is what you're expecting, it can still have mistakes. You can have a situation where you have two errors. They cancel each other out and they hide the mistakes. We took the time to scrub the numbers and here too, we found problems in the estimate. This time, the numbers were too low. That situation can be just as damaging, perhaps even more damaging than the reverse situation. But I have to say it took a lot more energy to muster the motivation to scrutinize those numbers that looked so much more attractive. As soon as we found the first problem, the motivation was there to keep digging, make sure we understood the budget estimate fully. See, it takes a lot of energy to check everything for safety. It takes diligence. As humans, it's exhausting to be on high alert all the time. So instead of performing due diligence on everything, most people have adopted a check for comfort as a proxy for due diligence. If they feel comfortable, then they don't bother looking any further. For example, you don't walk around the house at night checking if all your windows are closed. You do a simple check. Are you comfortable? Is the house drafty? If you don't feel a draft, you don't check the windows. A check for comfort is often used instead of a check for safety. But in the world of real estate investing, in the world of real estate development, that discipline is necessary to have successful projects. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk again tomorrow.